Hello. Who do you have with you, Monica? I have my baby <laughs> granddaughter. I agreed to babysit. My daughter wanted a date night, so I'm here. I just fed her and changed her, so she should be good. All right. Welcome back, everyone, to Two and a Half Chicks. It's me, Tess, with Monica and Brian. How was your week? Um, well, I'll start this one off. Uh, I was at the girl I'm seeing house, and uh, I got in trouble because I uh, I tried to explain to her how I like how I like her, like you know, and how I feel about her. And I was explaining it like I I can't. I said I don't have the words for it. So I said, "You're like that little puppy that." That's in the corner and it's just adorable and you can't help but pick it up and squeeze it. And she's like, so wait, you're telling me I'm pathetic? And I'm like, yeah, you're <gasps> pathetic. But, but, but no, wait, you're pathetic in a good way. And she's like, oh, Brian. excuse me? I said, I need oh. a thesaurus. <laughs> and then she said, and a dictionary and an encyclopedia. <laughs> We've been laughing about it ever since. She's She was not mad, mad, but she was like, I said, hey, you said pathetic. She said, yeah, but you agreed. So she called me Sereno de Bergerac, which I thought was hysterical. It was cute. <laughs> How was your week, Monica? Yesterday, I actually went to the New York Auto Show. And oh, nice. I am totally sold on buying an electric vehicle for next year. Uh, and I'm not buying a Tesla. There are actually new versions of the vehicles coming out. There was a version called VinFast and uh, Indo which is actually made in America, and they were really nice. So I'm going to see what I needed to make that happen. Uh, I was very excited okay. about it. Then I had a dinner at this Peruvian place uh, afterwards, and it was, wow, so good. So if anybody goes to New York City and is in Hell's Kitchen, you can go eat at Pio Pio. Pio Pio? Yeah, Pio Pio. Yeah. Okay. Like P-I-O, P-I-O. It was one of the best Peruvian restaurants I've ever been in. It was so nice. Great. How about you, Tess? What did you do this week? Um, I don't have anything fun to report. I didn't even get out and do anything fun. So yeah, not, I, I don't even, it's not even, let's just move on to the fun stuff. So I was watching TV the other day and I thought of a topic. Um, anybody ever seen the movie Nine and a Half Weeks? Oh yeah. So yes, long time ago. It was Mickey Rourke and Kim Basinger. Mm-hmm. And I thought, what movie slash TV show have you guys watched with the best sex scenes? Because I watched Nine and a Half Weeks and I was like, oh, God, I remember watching this when I was a kid. And I think I wore the tape out. I like the follow up <laughs> Wild Orchid one after that one. With oh, Mickey that was Rourke. good, too. I have to say that movies in the 80s had much better sex scenes than movies have today. But I, okay. I just feel what, like it, what it's movie? like oh, Two Moon Junction. There were so many. Oh my god, Two Moon Junction! I didn't think anybody else ever saw that movie. Sherilyn Fenn. I watched it many times. Two Moon Junction was such a cool movie. Wasn't I can't it? believe I have to you say, knew what I've that never movie watched was. that movie. Okay, I've Monica, homework. Movie. Homework. Yes, you gotta find a copy I, oh, of it somewhere. I will. It's hard to find. Do that. I love hard to find. movies with good sex scenes. I love them more than I would ever watch porn. Well, I got to tell you, there's two movies that like, like I, I joke around, like anytime there's a good movie with a good sex scene, I always say I wore out the tape, right? Technically, I, <laughs> I had to put Ben Gay on my right shoulder for some of these movies. But the bottom line is the 
two that really get me like, like, oh my God, what an incredible moment. There was a movie called Y Tu Mama Tambien. I don't speak Spanish, but I'm assuming it oh translates God. to like, and your mother too, or something like that. Yes. The what about the brothers? I don't know if they were brothers. They were just friends. And there was, I think the story, this is kind of weird. They're, they're two no, buddies. No, they were brothers. And- they were brothers. Where the girl was the girlfriend of one and she was screwing around with the other guy. Oh, this is the one where the woman, she was like terminally ill. And they go through this whole thing and this tension is built up because these two kids are teenage horny guys throughout the whole movie. And then they wind up going on a vacation to the beach because this woman's dying. And she goes with these two young kids to this beautiful beachside place. And there's a scene at the very end where they go in and they go into this little hut and the two of them get with this woman. It mm. was awesome. So if you like movies with sex scenes, I would say Itu Mama Tambien was a great one. So that was number two. I remember two. that one, Brian. I remember that one, Brian. That's the one where the woman came from Spain. She was yes. like married to their cousin or something like that. Yeah, it was and something like that. And they were like best that. friends. They were best friends. Yes, I remember that. It was fantastic. But my number one all time, okay, <laughs> is with Diane Lane. It was called Unfaithful. Holy yes. cow. Oh, my yes. God. Anytime I bring up that movie to somebody, they say the same thing. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to agree with you, Brian. That's probably my number one. Now, I'm pretty sure you guys will agree with this. But to me, the most important thing is that there has to be like sizzling chemistry between the two people performing the scene. Agreed. As sexy as the scenes are with like anything with Michael Douglas. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. He's not attractive to me. Like I could say like with all of my, you know, secure my sexuality, like Antonio Banderas or that dude from Unfaithful. You know what I mean? Like these guys are like yeah, really they're like, they're sexy. Know, or or the dude uh what's his name? The the guy from uh True Blood the Vampire uh, he was a werewolf. Joe Manganello? Yes, Joe Manganello, right? Michael Douglas is not any of these. Not even close. I agree. You know, you watch like Basic Instinct, you watch Fatal Attraction, you know, and I'm like this would have been so sexy and good if that guy was Look like, I, not like I'm staring at the guy, but it's got to be part of the chemistry, like you said, Monica. But that chemistry and unfaithful. Phew. One sex scene that always pops into my head, even though it's not my utter favorite, is one of the sexiest sex scenes I've ever seen is Cloud Atlas. There's just one sex scene in that movie between uh, Jim Surgeon and the lead. I, I forgot her name. Very, very sexy. See, I wish that somebody would have just woke me up at that moment when I watched that movie. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that would have been the best part of the movie. It was the best part of the movie. It was so sexy. So we were watching Bridgerton, right? Oh, goodness gracious. I loved that scene. Right? The sex scenes yes. in, in that show, they don't show a yes. lot. They don't, you know. Don't but like, have to. They, the passion. It was, yes. It was really yeah. good. Yeah. The, and the chemistry between the two leads. They nail it. Yeah, yeah because... I was watching that and I was like, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Everyone raved about it. And then I got to that scene and I'm like, okay, now I know what they raved about. Now I know. 
Talking about recent shows, though, and it's a little obvious, but what about that show on Netflix, Sex Life? Oh, yeah. I like some of the scenes that in that was one. sexy. That was sexy. It was, it was really yeah. sexy. It was it's well funny done. because the, the best sex scenes were the ones between her ex-boyfriend and her. Oh, right. Well, of course. It's supposed to look that, that way. Right? Yeah, that's what it was all about. Yeah. 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 That move, that show was really, really good, but I kind of got aggravated watching it. Like, Yeah. Story-wise, yeah. Yeah. I, I was like... I kind of forgot a little bit of it, I guess. But But the show is trying to make a point about the fact that there are people that they could be in a loving, happy marriage, but they just need more in terms of their sexuality. And so they have to look for more. She still loved her husband. I get it, but her husband didn't seem like he was trying that hard. He was. He wasn't trying. That's at what all. I mean. It was aggravating. She, it's like, he kept ignoring her advances. Yeah, he forced her. He forced her. Basically, mm-hmm. I, I know you have a choice to make, right? You can talk about it, but like he kind of forced her to do all that stuff. Well, it's unfortunate, but she had a a memory to compare it against. Like she had a life where she had that, right. and now she has a life where she doesn't. Which she got a whole lot more with her new life. A lot of love, these children, like she was fulfilled in other ways. Some people that are in marriages like that, they didn't have the past that she had. She knew what she was missing, in other words, Mm -hmm. which made it, I think, harder. I guess so. And then when he tried to like rebound from everything and make it, oh, it it failed miserably. Well, the thing that was so aggravating about that is she went through this whole thing, like, I regret it and you the one I choose and all that. And then the very last scene, you're like, the fuck is she doing? Yeah. Because she felt... Horrible, and she ended up choosing, you know, and then she just felt awful. And then that last scene happened, and you're just like, What the hell? That's how I felt, <laughs> right? Yeah, Monica, did, did you ever watch it? Oh, yes. Oh, I don't even care Ma- about the ending, I just like the sex scenes. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely love to watch sex scenes, I don't care what the story is. Well, Monica, we're, we're gonna have to compare scene? notes then because that's my favorite too. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have to compare notes on movies. Make recommendations. Yeah, like if you, I see the shows and it says sizzling sex scenes, I look at it. And I, I get so disappointed when, you know, the two actors don't do anything for me. So, yeah. So here's another topic I want to talk about. I guess we could segue into this from sex scenes. Who's got it better, men or women? Like if you had a choice and you took all the things that you find positive about men and their lifestyles, and we took all the positivity from women in their lifestyles. Well, who do you think would have it better in the grand scheme of things? Can't answer it. In the like the grand scheme of things, it's hard to answer it. I think it it's kind of a volleyball situation. There's some things okay. where men do, and there's some things where women do. So, what do you guys think men have going for them? Like you're like, oh my god, so lucky you're a man. Um, that'd be it'd be easier for me with women, but um, what do men have going for them? Well, here I'll do it for you. Right, I'll start it. Right. We look at women. You guys have so much control. You pretty much have control over your relationships for the most part. Like you decide who you want to be with. Guys usually approach women. It's usually women don't approach us unless it's a setup. Somebody wants, you know, you know somebody that knows somebody. But for the most part, you guys get approached at the bars. You guys look at this person and say yay or nay right away. You guys are this evolutionary like like per- perfect creature of evolution, right? We we had this conversation years ago. I always say that men and women are like um we're this we've been the same creature since the day we were conceived the day we, we hit the earth. There's a reason why there's that always that joke you see where there's a switchboard 
with a thousand buttons on it and it says women. And then there's one button and it says men. So I'm you sorry, is that the, pro, the pro column for women or the con this is, this, column this, this, for, this, for me, this is the pro column. But here's the thing, Brian. Despite all that, the majority of leaders in the world are men. Yeah, well, yeah, I get that. And I feel like men are excused for their actions more by society as a whole. Okay. Uh, this is my fault because I took it in a totally different direction. I probably should have just stuck with multiple orgasms and just <laughs> ended, dropped the mic right there. So this is my fault. I'm blaming myself for this. I feel like I've dug a hole so deep right now. <laughs> no, I don't think anything you said was anything we have to argue with at all. It's just uh, it's just a big topic mm-hmm. if we're going to go deep into it, for sure. Okay. Yeah. I For me, I think that's one of the ways men have it better. They, they yeah. obviously have the physical strength on their side so they can easily overpower women on the other hand i do feel that i've seen you know my 50 years that women tend to be better multitaskers mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely going back to what you were talking about the orgasms i absolutely i would agree with you yeah but then physically on the other side of it we're not a slave to our sex drives either in the same way eh, so that's correct. yeah but at some point it just kind of slows down so I, same I with rather... reproductive stuff but yeah, I mean, I'd rather be a slave to the sex drive for a period of like 20 years, tops. 20? Oh, it's more than that, Brian. You think it's 20 it's years? Like 40. 40. I don't believe it's that. It's about like 40, well, 50 years. It depends on the man. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Some men go to their grave being slaves to their dicks. You know, I'm sorry to say, but they do. No. No, it's definitely. I, I just think that's hard for men. I'm saying it because I feel bad. Literally. Like that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, especially when you're young, like you can't see straight. You can't think straight when you're young because it's like such a drive. It is true. We we and when you're 17, 18 years old, that's but that's the only time when we can have multiple orgasms, you know. Because when you're 17, <laughs> 18 years old, it doesn't go down. Yeah. Once you once you pop off, or it just you're gets ready right to back pop up. off again. Yeah, Pops yeah. Right back it, up. it doesn't take long. Like it just takes and a stiff breeze. You need recharge. Here, you need to recharge more when you get older. Oh yeah. Here's the unfairness of it all. Women hit their sexual peak in their 30s. Yeah, and men in when they're in 18, 19. Yeah, that's really crazy, unfair. right? You guys actually, it's in your it's in your early 40s. I heard 30s for me. I don't know. I've been so oppressed with my sex life that I don't even know when it happened for me. <laughs> mm. Well, I don't know. Based on prior episodes, I think it was when you were a teenager, Monica. (laughs) You're probably right. I I think it's because I wasn't married at the time. I wonder what would have happened if I had not gotten married and I had not settled down. How crazy Mm. would I have been? So, Oh, that's true. So funny. We were just talking about Mm -hmm. sex drive the other night. I was talking with my significant other that I've been with. And I was telling her a story when I went to Amsterdam. (laughs) My buddy and I were there. And I said to him, I'm going to see how many times I can go in a row. I'm going to knock on these, you know, and I don't know if anybody's ever been to Amsterdam, but they have what's called the red light district. And it's just literally streets filled with doors with these absolutely stunning women behind each door, knocking on them, trying to lure you in and you pay for sex. It's regulated. It's legal. The cops walk through. So everybody's safe. But I challenged myself to see how many times in a row I can go. She said, why would you do that? I said, I was kind of trying to prove a point to myself and to my buddy saying, you know, 
when you're in a, a relationship with somebody for a long period of time, the sex, you, you know, when you first start, maybe you don't last so long. But the longer you're with that person, the more comfortable you get, the more you're doing the same positions, the same routine, you know, you last longer and longer and longer. So I said, I'm going to see if the excitement level is different. And so, so I got to six and ran out of money. I think I could have gone a little further, but I ran out of money. <laughs> you probably could have. Is there such a term as speed fucking? I, <laughs> I'm sure people live it. Talking about speed fucking, Monica, this is the truth of it all. I thought to myself, after two, that third person, I feel bad for her. I don't care if this is her profession. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have already gone twice. I am going to beat this up so good. I'm going to be there for an hour. Nope. I went six times. I think I lasted 18 minutes. Oh, geez. Uh, you mean total? Yes. Wait, how old were you? I'm embarrassed to say I was probably in my 30s. <laughs> That's still young. I, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be embarrassed about that. but Yeah, it was probably my late 30s. But I was like, and everyone was different. It was like one was Asian, one was black, one was Indian. One was, so you're you know, saying was- the excitement made it to where you couldn't last. That's probably true. It, I couldn't last and I could get up. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I wasn't yeah. an 18-year-old kid anymore. I found that exciting. There's no two ways about it that the excitement is accompanied by mental stimulation as well. And even people that have been together for a really long time, they can have an exciting sex life as long as they intentionally do the work to keep it exciting. I agree. I'm not putting down long I know you're p- not. relationships. Yeah. I was with someone for three years and every experience was great. And now I'm 52 years old and I can last now. And even if I, you know, I, though I just started up with somebody, I can last, but it's awesome. It's like tantric now. It's a different kind of sex. I was mentioning it more because I think a lot of people in committed relationships, they don't know. They don't know that you can expose yourself to new things and you can do things to keep it exciting. A lot of people just live with what they live with and they don't realize that it could get better. They think that Mm -hmm. once you get to that point, there's no coming back from it. A lot of people give up because of that, which is sad. Right. I feel bad, Monica. Like you're sleeping with a baby on you right now and we're having this conversation. You're you're like, man, I wonder, I don't remember what that was like. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking about. Like, like, yeah, I miss it. I'm trying to think that I do remember that in the long-term relationships that I had, it does get boring after a while, but I, I do remember that there are moments where, like like Tess said, that you can do stuff to keep it exciting. Mm-hmm. Date nights, right? Like little things Date like that. Date nights, go away for a weekend. It's it's important for, you know, at least one partner in a relationship, I guess, or both really, to still feel sexy though. Like as long yeah, as they I, have the confidence and they feel sexy, they feel themselves sexy. It's not that their partner thinks they are sexy, but they feel sexy I think that's important to, you know, whenever they go do that, those special things or, you know, special getaways that they can get that excitement again. Yeah, I I agree. um, I also think they need to feel safe, right? Both of you need to feel safe. Yeah, you need to trust the person because once you're with a person in a long-term relationship, you are sharing more. you're, You're getting into like those little nooks and crannies that you don't really do. With like somebody that you're just going to have a one night stand with, obviously. Right. So you should be able to trust your partner and that you can completely let go 
in your, you know, in your relations so that you can enjoy it more. And your partner shouldn't judge you for what you want to do or don't want to do. So yeah, trust becomes a lot more important. Yeah. I think if you want to fully love having sex with someone, you have to fully give yourself and be mm-hmm. honest with that person. And you still have to like your partner. Do you though? Do you? I think so. Well, remember Monica, I, how many times did I say about my last relationship? Sometimes I just don't like the person she is, <laughs> but sex is still pretty good. I was going to say, it's a little more mental for females. I think it's, it is. you know, if we were with somebody that we had moments like that or didn't respect or whatever, I think it's harder for women to have sex. There was a comedian, I can't remember his name, Robert something or other. He said that women are always worried about not feeling attractive enough or not looking good or being too fat or whatever. And he's like, we would fuck fruit. We don't care if she's too fat or not too fat. We have. (laughs) He's like, we don't care if she bends over and her ass is a little bigger than it used to be. He's like, we don't care. But women care, right? So it's, they, they will find us just as attractive, but we're the ones that care about those details. So you're right. Women have to find what makes them feel good, what makes them feel sexy. And sometimes it's not even anything that the man does or doesn't do. Yeah. Sometimes it's fruit too. (laughs) (laughs) Women have a million toys to play with. Why would they be using fruit? Yeah. Men do too. There's more and more for men out there now too. I'm proud to say I do have a prostate massager because I want a healthy prostate. I talked to my doctor about it and everything. It's a real pleasure spot for men. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, that's not like, um, it's not a baseball bat. It's <laughs> it's pretty thin <laughs> with a curve on it. But you know what? It's, it's just enough. It's just enough. You know, I'm just going to say that all women should have their bag of toys too, whether they're married or not. Yes. Oh, yeah. I agree. Sometimes you need your alone time. But even even with somebody, that those toys actually make that variety we were talking about. You oh, yes. bring them in. Yeah, toys is definitely a way you could bring excitement into a marriage, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the one thing I learned was to definitely, I would suggest, if you're in a relationship with someone, you go out together and purchase that toy. Or you let her purchase that toy. I purchased a toy and it didn't go over too well, so... <laughs> Maybe really? my fantasy wasn't her expectation. <laughs> well, maybe you have to have a conversation about it first. I don't know. Like what like yeah. what the reason is for the toy or what. Like it depends on what the toy was, but definitely. It was a little big. Oh. <laughs> and oh, I think they actually said, that better be for you. <laughs> <laughs> I had an ex-boyfriend one time bring out a double-sided dildo that he wanted to use with me. And I'm like, I don't know where the hell that thing's been. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> like, oh. I don't I bought it for a Halloween costume, he said. I'm like, "Mm mm-hmm, sure. You want to hear a funny story? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Here's a funny story. We ended up proceeding to have sex after that, after I rejected the toy. We ended up having sex and forgot about the double-sided dildo that ended up inside the couch cushions. (gasps) Come moving day. The relationship's over now. Moving the couch out. I I hired a moving company, and I'm (gasps) there at home alone with the movers, and they pick up the couch and start carrying it outside, and the couch cushion starts slipping down, and there's the double-sided dildo. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> my gosh. So what do I do? My mother is at the new place, and I call my mom. I'm like, Mom, we got to get this thing out of the couch. <laughs> this kind of relationship I had with my mom. Like, I told my mom everything. So my mom literally did recon with me. And when they brought the refrigerator upstairs, she ran inside the moving truck, 
grabbed the double-sided dildo, threw it in her sweatshirt, and got it out of the moving van. Oh. And I'm sure they had <laughs> already seen it. That's a dedicated mother right there. That's a dedicated that mother. Is. Bless you, Mom. God rest your soul. But, uh, yeah, that was, a, that was a funny, funny day. I thought you were going to tell me they saw it, you saw it, and you're like, here we are, boys. Oh, no. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Like, what, what's your favorite toy? Like, what, like... What's is it like a just a vibe well, like on the external is yeah, it an internal toy? For me it's like I discovered the womanizer and that became my favorite toy. Did did you marry him? <laughs> what? <laughs> the womanizer is, is, is an the womanizer? Ex- the womanizer is a, an external toy with a sucking action. And I didn't know it existed, okay. but again my podcast Sex with Emily, that's where I learned about it. Thank you Emily. I'll have to look into that test. <laughs> Yes, you do, Monica, if you've never. (laughs) Uh, What's your favorite toy, Monica? Uh, So I have to say that I've tried a few toys. This is really hard for me. I know, I've tried a few toys, but I have to say that to me, they never feel as good as the real thing. 100% agree. But to me, it it would be frontal. Anything uh, that just does a vibration. I don't know what the one that I use now is. It's actually my favorite. I'll find out and I'll put it in the comments or something. Tess, I'll let you know. <laughs> it it, okay. it works underwater and everything. The other day I accidentally awesome. dropped it. I don't know where I put it. And I'm like, oh no, it's not going to work anymore. And then it nope, worked off. Worked perfectly totally fine. Did. I thought you were going to tell me that the dog grabbed it and started running around the neighborhood <laughs> no, with it. No, <laughs> I keep it. I keep it very uh, safe in my room. But I have had somebody once try to make me like like you, Tess, go buy a, a dildo that was like huge, and I'm like. Like, what do you expect me to do with that thing? <laughs> like, it was <Right>. huge. <laughs> well, just for the record, Tess didn't buy that. No. <laughs> somebody, somebody used that for a Halloween costume. That's right. I Supposedly. don't even want to know what that Halloween costume was. Well, do you remember uh, the movie Awkward Moment with Zac Efron, where the girl invited him to a dress-up party for her birthday? And he thought it meant mm-hmm. costume party. Did you see that movie with him and Miles Teller? No, I did no, not. I didn't. You did not see the... Oh, Brian, you have to have seen The Awkward Moment. You would love it. I don't remember no. it. You, oh, my God. You have to see it. You have to see it. Okay. Uh, I will yeah, be anyway, watching it this weekend. He, she, girl he's dating invites him to a dress-up party. But he thinks, she means dressy, not dre- like dressy. Mm-hmm. But he takes it as costume party. And he shows up dressed <laughs> up like a rock star. And he's got a t-shirt on that says, rock out with my cock out. And he's wearing a big old huge dildo and he shows up at the party and it's a formal dress party and her parents are there. And that's how he shows up at the party. Oh, that's awesome. Zac Efron's cool like that. He's yeah. got some good roles like that. Yeah. But when he goes in, like he just, he just is like, I misunderstood guys. And he just like hangs, yeah. you know, he stays. He owned it. He owned it. <laughs> yeah. Good for him. He owned it. Yeah. It was, but it was funny. So let me ask you guys this question. Um, as you're, you know, you have a partner, and you say you want a toy for him for you. I know that there's like these little devices that the guys could put on, like there's like a cock ring with like a little vibrating thing at the top. Do you guys like that stuff? I don't think they work as well as they claim it. to. What, what's the point of them? It's like it's like a cock ring where it goes around you. It's a little bit tight, so it keeps the blood flow, keeps your your penis harder, longer. That would probably work for somebody who's very small, I would think. No. Penally. Yeah, that's what I meant. Is that yes. a word? Penally. That's a word. It doesn't matter what size they are. Okay. I'm just talking about, plus there's a little, I saw it, it has a little vibrating thing at the top that's supposed to stimulate the clitoris while you're penetrating her. 
Cause I know sometimes like I'll, like I'll be with her and I'll be going in and I'll tell her, why don't you, you know, rub yourself, rub yourself. But like, here I am penetrating and it's like, I'm slamming against the finger. She can't move her hand. Yeah. <laughs> yes. She can't move her hand. She can't move her exactly. hand. Yeah. So I'm trying to find a device that, you know, maybe futuristically, you know, we're a little too soon into it, but something that would help out with that. I think I just need to experiment. Yeah, definitely experiment. Yeah. You could like arch yourself up more like back, almost like 90 degrees versus like 30 degrees, if you know what I mean. Monica, well, now you're really degreeing me here. I, I'm no, and I'm not an engineer here. Monica. She's saying fuck her from a different position so where you're not hitting her hand. That's oh, okay. There you go. Thanks yeah. for not being so eloquent, Tess. Yeah, like stand up straighter. Don't be so much on top of her. Like stand up a little bit more. Okay. Yeah. And I don't know if you've tried this or not, but if you go super slow while she's rubbing herself, yes. that helps a lot. I don't know if that's woman to woman, but okay, you know, I, I have done that. That helps a lot. I you could also that. just get a toy that is like flat or small, so that you know to be in the in place of her hand there while you're fucking her. Okay. <laughs> hmm. Hey, we got way off topic of what's better between men and women, but we really love to yeah. talk about sex. Apparently. <laughs> 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 Anything else you guys want to talk about today? I think we did good. Um, Monica, there's not much sweeter than a sleeping baby on you, is there? I used Nothing. to love that. I love her so much. Okay, everyone. Thank you. Love you guys. Thank you very much. Love you guys. Talk to love you, you soon. Okay, thanks. Bye. All right. Talk to you guys later. Hey, thanks for tuning in today to Two and a Half Chicks. We know we had fun. We'd love to hear from you if you have questions, comments, or if you want to give us a suggestion about something you'd like to hear us chat about, you can leave a voicemail at podinbox.com forward slash two P as in Paul, five C as in chick, or email us at 2.5 chickspod at gmail.com. And please follow us on Instagram at 2.5 chicks. We'll be back again next week. Bye. <laughs>